From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome into the most ridiculous podcast sports about culture. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hey, uh, should I cut it off halfway since it's a mini-sode? <laughs> you know, you you know what I'm saying? Us, you can find us on one and a half of the social medias at Pucks Out Pod. It's, I, uh, how... I, think, I think it's I think it's Pucks Ah. <laughs> yeah. At, at Pucks um, Ah. <laughs> yeah. Let, let, let's, uh, let's slowly uh, open up a uh, room temp beer. And let's get after it. It is a mini-sode. We are, uh, I don't, I, okay, I got this, I got my soul lager that I forgot to put in the Ooh. fridge yesterday. Oh, yeah. Well, so, so it really will be a lukewarm beer for you. See, <laughs> yeah. you gotta get yourself, you gotta get yourself the little mini-fridge here, brother. Not like a full mini-fridge, yeah. but just the six-can fridge that you always have a spare in. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. Well, you I, mean, know, I literally but- have a full fridge right, like, five feet behind me i just forgot to put it in the fridge <laughs> no no it's got to be the little mini fridge right up under you so it's right under yeah. you know you can just boom i'm grabbing i'm grabbing uh, but uh so this is a our mini so we do it every year we're doing it right on the limit so I, we're recording it and i'm editing getting it out uh we are this is our preseason award predictions this is what year number three of doing this uh we've each won one i believe yep Yep, I mean, um, it's been a it's been a battle, brother. I mean, you know, last year you whooped me, you whooped me hard, but I think I I, yeah. I, I don't think I whooped you as bad as you whooped me. But winning the inaugural was, it was a solid. It was yeah. key. It was right, exactly. Like your name's always first yeah. on the trophy, you know. Uh, but I mean, you know, we always have a very similar, but you know, far enough off list from one another that we yeah. can we can it's get each other. One or two things that yeah. Do we want to tell them the format, uh, essentially, again, if they haven't been here yeah. with so us? If, um, you, if you are a new listener, uh, pretty much we go through the major awards and we predict who's going to win. One of the picks will have a triple down, which means it's worth triple the amount of points. It's worth three points. Come the all-star break, we will technically another mini Sorry, technically. We, I'm sorry. It's technically worth six points because remember, everything is worth two points. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It's everything's yeah, worth yeah. two points. So, it, uh, well, wait. If it's, it's a triple, it's, yeah, it's yeah, a point. So it's it's a point per point. half. Yeah. Triple. Yeah. Triple. So six. Yeah, yeah. It would be three in the first half, but yeah. you can't change um, your triple down, which is the key. Yes. You. Yeah. Uh, come midseason. Come the All Star break. We will go through, and we are allowed to change it because things happen. Injuries. Um. You know. And and normally. Uh. So. Uh. You're allowed to change a pick except for your triple down. But now last year we said that you can change your triple down if the player is currently injured at the all-star break. Um, Yeah. You know, but it only was if they on the IR. IR or we it was more of a it was more of going to be a gentleman's, I think, because I think you gave me the option. You know, Bassy was having a little trouble that that's going to be more of a gentleman's agreement on on that Uh, kind of both of us. It's it's a situational thing, you know, exactly. Yeah, because yes, because it's hard to it's hard to talk in definites with uh, hockey in the IR because it is an insane league in there. Exactly. Healed injuries. 
Yeah. So we go into that once we repicked, uh, then, you know, if you pick a new person uh, or or team, whatever, then you can win with either of your picks, but it's only worth one of those points. You can only get the one point. So if you stick with your guy and they actually win, then you get two points for for that guy. So that's yeah. where the triple down comes in and six yeah. points is available because you're doubling up essentially yeah. each half. Um, yeah, I mean, you smashed me. I think you hit your double. I think you hit your triple down. I think that you, you know, yeah. you, my triple down, you got correct and I didn't. So that, that, that was hurt. That hurt. So uh, I can, it can be very, very important. So. Yeah. Um, I have last year's uh, picks last year. So we can, com- you know, kind of check compare this year's to last year's uh it doesn't have what was right and what was wrong um but so let's let's just jump right into it we're starting off with the stanley cup champions you know go we're starting big uh we've got we both have the same pick which is uh the same pick i chose last year the colorado avalanche yeah it's a lot different than my islanders best it's a lot different than my Islanders <laughs> pick from last year, which at the time wasn't wasn't crazy. I like to get a little off the rails a little bit, but I mean, it's like you said, man. Uh, my Avs pick is not necessarily because I think the Avs are going to win the cup, but more so that I can't I can't see anybody else beating them for the cup. So, uh, yeah, a little bit a little bit of of both, a little bit of defense against you, but obviously the best team uh, available. Uh, you know, if we're not betting against odds here, you know, why not take the, the favored team that's uh, shown they're pretty dominant? So, yeah, I went with the Avs, and I, I think we yeah. got both uh, the same on the President's Cup as well. Uh, the Avs, I was... Yeah. I was I, I'm a little confused as why you stuck with the Islanders at the, mid, at the midseason. I think by then it was the writing was kind of on the wall there. Um, yeah, well, you know, that, there were just so many... <laughs> I said, I think I said, come back, baby. <laughs> um, or maybe I changed it and it didn't save on, save on the dot. It wouldn't have, this is not something I want investigated, Bobby, because the, it would not change anything. So uh, maybe I did. Maybe I just stuck to my guns and I was like, the Islanders, they're coming for you. You know? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, we'll do, we'll do, we'll do a 40 for 40 on, uh, on, on that <laughs> it was the dumbest decision <laughs> that I ever made. <laughs> I'm just glad I lose by a point. If that's I, I, that, that can't have been true, though. I wouldn't. I would never. I would never have given up in the midseason. No, you know, I would more never than likely have. we copied we copied this and put it into our show doc and changed it on that episode's show doc. Probably, yeah. So this that's, is probably that's the, 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 the original un, uncut from last season. Unfiltered. Um, all right. So yeah, Presidents Cup and Cup. We both have abs. Um, I'm not as confident on that one. Starting off. with... I'm not as confident on the, on the, on the yeah, I'm not as confident on the abs for the President's Cup. Oh, me uh, neither. Me neither. Yeah, for me, uh, it, it's for me, like the thing <clears> with the President's Cup is like, and with a lot, with some of these picks, it's like, yeah, the abs on paper are the best team. On yeah. paper, they should win the President's Cup. Well, Florida Panthers won it last season. Mm-hmm. So and the Hurricanes the year in, before. Not the best team and, on paper. Yeah, I mean, yeah, traditionally, so the, the, the President's it's very, Cup. Yeah. That, that's when I'll, I'll I'll just change. You know, I don't want to um, I don't want to go outside that big pick, but I'm I'm willing to change it a little later. But this is where we kind of start to differ is yeah. the heart trophy. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I don't fully disagree with you. I think that if I had to pick between two players, your players would be number two uh, for the heart. This is actually my triple down. I've got Connor McDavid. He is just 
he's just such a force. And uh, if it wasn't for Austin Matthews' insane goals last season that I don't believe Austin Matthews can accomplish again, even though I have him as my Rocket Richard, I think Connor McDavid wins the heart again. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's not a bad not a bad choice. Honestly, it being your triple down has made me feel a little more comfortable with my pick on, on Austin Matthews. Yeah. Uh, because that doesn't really leave you option to pivot at, at the midseason um, where it, it will yeah. leave me a little room to pivot. So maybe I'll, I maybe I can, 100%. you know, maybe I can come in and steal steal one of those points back. Um, yeah. but yeah, so I have Austin Matthews. I think that this is a, a guy that has continuously shown, um, you know, not, not in the playoffs or anything, but you know, they vote on this before the playoffs, uh, that he <laughs> has continually added something to his game every year. He comes back and he's more, a more, yeah. more complete hockey player. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Matthews for for the heart. I think that it's writings on the wall that he's gonna win one at some point. So, um, you know, this is this is definitely uh, as good a time uh, as any. Yeah. Uh, the Calder, the Calder, in my opinion, is the hardest one to choose. I think I talked yeah. about it before, and I might, I'm probably gonna do it for next uh, with next week's episode of the main show. Is I want to look up the last five or maybe ten favorites to win the Calder going into the season and just how far off because I don't remember the last time a Calder like preseason pick has actually won it I mean it, it seems like they're pretty far off uh because it, it is such a it's a it's in a professional you, you know the, you've got these kids coming in and it's a different it's a different game really um yeah but I've got Marco Rossi a guy who uh was unable to uh, play last season due to COVID-19 uh you know he so he had he does have the uh age and the experience practicing with these guys and getting some exhibition matches he played uh in some uh overseas leagues which uh during last uh the end of last season that he couldn't fully compete because of uh fatigue and lung capabilities from covid but he's back he's ready he's on a good team i think that that i mean he, I think he's going to f- help fill that uh, that Kevin Fiala uh, uh, role that's missing now, and I I like him as a Calder. I think he yeah. has plus twelve hundred to win. Yeah, yeah, and I mean that's the one where you can really get some value. Don't just go to those top guys of the list if you're betting uh, on it. Um, and I do want to clarify; it made it sound like I, you know, I was saying that Austin Matthews is finally going to get his only his first heart trophy. I I, didn't, I don't know if it sounded like that. I was like replaying it in my head. You know, I know that he won it this past year. So yeah. So I mean, when I said he finally gonna <laughs> yeah, get him one, the way you said it, I had to question myself. I was like, did he? I was like, did he not no, win the heart? No. I thought he fin- I said, if, finally gonna get him one. You know, like you know, I didn't, I didn't really He's mean. Finally it gonna like get him that. too. So I wanted to, I did want to clarify myself before you know yeah. people started calling me an idiot, which I am, but for other reasons. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm plenty, I'm plenty an idiot. Um, so yeah, Calder is tough. I actually did go up to the top of the list. Um, you know, the odds list and whatnot uh for a guy that i'm i'm a, i'm big on in some fantasy some deep leagues uh mason mctavish uh the winger from the ducks that is uh a team last year that really showed that they were able to highlight some some of that younger talent uh that they that they have available um so i think that um 
I think that he's going to have a real opportunity. I, yeah, I mean, it's great that Rossi's on a on a good team. I think it's better to be on a medium to bad team. Uh, kind of showcase those those skill sets a little bit more. Uh, not not trying to win as many hockey games, so you can kind of see what you got. So I'm going to go with uh, McTavish. All right, the Vesna. We separate on this one as well. I've got a guy who I talked uh, talked up on the fantasy show. I think he's going back to back. I've got Igor Shesterkin. I think this is the best goaltender in the league, and I don't see anyone outpacing him. Yeah, that's a that's a a great pick. I wanted to go there, but I was like, no, I'm just going to stick to my guns. I'm gonna I'm <laughs> Vassy. I hope that you get one before is this you three retire. Three years in a row for you. This will be three years in a row. Um, He's been he's been robbed uh, at least one of those times. I think I got him two years ago, right? I think I did get the Vesna from him two yeah. years ago. Uh, but at this point, he he is he was robbed. Uh, no, he's been robbed. Yeah, three. This will be the third year. This may be the fourth time we've done this. Maybe. Maybe it doesn't matter. Back. It don't matter. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, but no, I guess he's lost both. That I that I had him if I'm yeah because he lost to Flurry and you know I mean well he did he shouldn't have but he did and then he lost to Shosturkin so I don't think he's ever won so I'm gonna go Vassy again uh, Vassy don't disappoint me brother yeah yeah this would be the third time because the what the fourth time or the first time would we have didn't been actually have any because we started at the Winter Classic we did yes yeah because we didn't have that we might have have started with a mid-season awards prediction instead of a preseason maybe Um, so maybe so uh, yeah i think both vassy and igor shesterkin i think those gonna i think there's gonna be three finalists i think it's gonna be igor vassy i think soros i think soros is back uh, there again soros yeah i don't think that he i I don't think think he gets it i think think there is a case i think there's a case to be made for um uh sorokin i think sorokin yeah I think he's a. I think he. I think of those. They don't four, start if they don't the start. He, he's the. If they don't. But, if they don't start the way they started last year, that's definitely an, an opportunity. I mean, it's one of the reasons yeah. that uh, I'm not. You know, it may sound. It sounds so stupid now that my early season cut pick was the Islanders, but like at the time, that was not a bad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it wasn't. It Many wasn't people like, were like high on the Islanders. Yeah. 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 So it I mean, wasn't it wasn't, just us two. We weren't the only. We weren't. The, <laughs> we weren't just idiots. Praising I, the Islanders and being the only one. There. Everyone's like, what is up with these? You can, it's not like we're sitting you can there like, look at right it now. now. Talking up the Habs. I look like an idiot for sure. But in context, it was uh, no, I don't I don't hate that at all. I think um, and, and I, I want to bring up something. I don't think the team overall is ready. Uh, sort of like I don't think we're for Sorokin. Um, Demko. I think Demko's a dark horse uh, that. Um, that should Vancouver? be watched Vancouver. Yeah, that's I'm just don't think the team is ready. So I don't think he's going to yeah. get a lot of support. Uh, but I do think he's he's going to be a dark horse um, candidate. And I mean, you always got to throw yeah. in those guys like Hellebuck. And I mean, Flurry is up in, you know, Minnesota. So uh, these two guys that we have are, are, are most certainly the high favorites. But uh, if it was it depends on the odds. But if it was these two guys in the field, if I got good enough odds on the field. Yeah. I might take it, you know. Yeah, um, I think if we're if we're gonna talk long, uh, you know, long shots, a very long shot. Who I think uh, a realistic long shot. I think Cal Peterson, maybe not this year, but he might be three years away from being a in the talks of the of the Vesna. Oh, I don't uh, disagree with that range. at all. 
I don't think I don't disagree with that at all. Um, I think Jack Campbell has a real not a not a Vesna opportunity. I don't think he's a he's really ever going to be a Vesna winner, but a good opportunity to make a great showing um, there in Edmonton. Right. Is that where Campbell went? That sounds right. Let me double check. Let me double check that. I'll move us into another spot where we uh, disagree is the Norris Trophy. Uh, you went with the reigning champ. Um, I went with the guy that I really thought should have should have got it last year, uh, Roman Yossi. Yeah. Uh, so I I like that. I like this. I like this Predators team, man. I like what he did. It really seemed like I he. Do. Really seemed like he found himself um, in that offensive zone. You know, it, it didn't feel like I, I don't know that ninety plus points is 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 realistic again for him this year. I mean, it's realistic, but I don't know that it's going to happen. But I think that we got. I mean, I think that he kind of found his his world where he's going to be a seventy plus play. You know, seventy plus point defenseman, or you know, getting close to a point a game yeah. defenseman at, at the yeah. end of the year. And and that was. What you just said is the exact reason why I went with Kale McCarr. I think that Roman Yossi had, in my opinion, Roman Yossi should have won the Vesna last, or no, I'm sorry, should have won the Norris last season. What he did was out of this world, and I don't think he can repeat those stats two years in a row. I think what Kale McCarr did for Kale McCarr is reasonable, and I think that he can improve. He's young. He has, I mean, the, the sky's the limit for this young kid. Um, and if you remember, it was way like long, way back. I, I, I predicted that Kale McCarr would win five Norris trophies. Um, Dead. and he's got one and I, th- I think he gets number two this season. I, I really like Kale McCarr for the note. I think he is the, I don't, I think he's the future of this league. I don't hate. Yeah. I don't hate that. And I don't disagree with that. Uh, but, uh, this was a predators team that was kind of coming into their own last year. The new look that they had, um, and uh, early season, Roman Yossi was not the scoring machine that we saw down the stretch. Um, I don't know if that's yeah. figuring something out a little bit. Uh, but he's a the difference to me is Roman Yossi is still a much bigger part of the offensive game plan yes. and has to be for the Predators than Kel McCarr is for the Avalanche. I mean, I don't know if that's 100%. because, yeah. uh, you know, Nathan McKinnon is pretty good at hockey or something like that. And not that we don't have guys that are good at He's hockey, right. but we don't have, we don't have guys that are, I hate like Nathan McKinnon. So that would be my, my argument is that, yeah. <laughs> is that, you know, he, Kel McCarr was the benefactor of some injuries and, or, and I say benefactor, maybe he was the reason that, you know, people got to take a lot of rest and got to be off a lot. So maybe I'm my, my yeah. mind. Um, but yeah, I think that again, it goes back to, uh, if we switched picks, I, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have bothered me at all. You know, it's not one of those that I'm against yeah. your pick. Yeah. Uh, Art Ross, we are both on Connor McDavid. I think that, I think you triple down and all that is smart. I think um, yes. I wanted to be a. I, I wanted to get a little cheeky with my triple down, um, but like from from a defensive standpoint, the tripling down on the Art Ross with McDavid is just. I mean, to me, that's almost a free extra four points for you. Yeah, I mean, I don't see a world in which Connor McDavid doesn't. The heart win is the heart is so much more lot. fickle. Yeah, the heart is so much more fickle. Yeah, and the one worry about. Connor McDavid is potential injury. Is dry uh, 
Oh. Well, in Dreisaitl, obviously. I mean, you're never going to be able to, you know. I mean, but when, the, but when the, they're, they're the really the only two options, you know. I mean, there's some players that got close and are here there, but every year we're yeah. talking about one of these two players. We know that we're playing against each other. So if it yeah. wasn't, uh, if we didn't make everything a competition, then we could have a lot more fun with this. But this is a competition, <laughs> people. We are gonna, you are gonna, until Drysidel and McDavid are, you know, their legs fall off and they're not playing on the Oilers anymore. They're gonna be the Art Ross choices. So that, that's why I went the triple down yeah. here. If he gets hurt midway through the season, um, I'm able to kind of, kind of make that switch on the Art Ross. You know, the heart is always kind of tough on that switch. You know, if he's hurt, do you switch off of him or do you not? Because I think that's also the the thing, right? You only, if you switch off of your guy on your triple down, you can still get the win for McDavid, but you only get the only one get point. point. Yeah. Yeah. So you can have the two, yeah, but you don't get any triple I mean, you're down, sacrificing so. five <clears throat> points. If it's, it, it honestly, it, with something like, with someone like Connor McDavid, it's, it's, it's better to risk getting the six points than just maybe getting one point. Like it, yeah. it's just, it's almost better. And unless it is a sure thing and he's see, not winning it, it's that was more stick with the, uh, the triple down there. And see, that's more why I went with the art Ross as that. If he gets hurt for an extended period of time, even if he has a heart, you know, trophy season, I'm not going to get the results of that because uh, on that triple down and I'll be able to kind of decide, Hey, I'm going to pivot from from mcdavid at this point so uh selkie i think we got the same um as where i ended Uh, last year barkov yeah barkov i I mean i I went bergeron last year and uh i I started with bergeron last year i think i switched to barkov halfway through the season i think you did as well we both got it right so i mean i think that he continues his dominance um, yeah, and, I think he's know, the new Bergeron at this point. Yeah, I think he's the new Bergeron yeah. at this point. He's the he's the gold standard in two way two way forwards. Yeah. That so. doesn't mean Bergeron's not a threat. Bergeron he's not. Can always but he's old. <laughs> he in. is old. Yeah, he is older though, and yeah. I don't know. I think we'll have a lot more missed games, and uh, you know, I mean, Florida has already kind of added some defensive pieces on the forward side with with uh, with the Chuck, and you know other other moves they've made so uh barkoff yeah. i think is the right choice for sure i think that's one that's one of the easy um, yeah. d- double ups there yeah now the jack adams uh we both agree on this one uh gerard gallant i was looking through this and i just i i think that you know again jack adams is kind of that it's a it's fickle like what are you judging for me it's i think gerard gallant is going to have the most effect on the Rangers than any other head coach in the league will have on their team. Yeah. I, uh, you know, kind of look for a couple of things when I'm, when I'm trying to choose the, the two of these next three awards are, are always very tough. I mean, it's really kind of just a, a thought process in the front end. So I, I try to look for, you know, uh, a guy that has a good team that I feel like can, can make some moves, but isn't the best team, you know, the being the best team. I think that the Avs were, we're more of a random situation that it kind of just all like fell in their hands this year where they had the coach and the GM and then they win the cup. And uh, so I think that there is one other, you know, good option. I think Paul Maurice uh, down in Florida could have, you know, could make a good run and make a good case for that, that award. But I think Gallant is the, is the right choice. Uh, love a lot of what the Rangers yeah. are doing. Their team looks solid. They made a really good run last year. 
uh, and they've done nothing but, uh, you know, gain a little experience uh, over the course of a year. You know, Norris Trophy winner, Vesna Trophy winner, uh, you know, some heart potential, you know, and some some Rocket Richard Richard potential uh, champ. So, yeah, Yeah. I think Galan is the is the easy Maybe not right, but it is the easy, you know, answer for, yeah, uh, for something like this. Um, he's he's I think he's third in the uh, predictions. I think John Cooper and Brenda Moore are the top two uh, of the odds. Um, yeah, Brenda Moore definitely is is one that I would you know I would not be surprised to see a guy that I could you know potentially see myself switching to on the second half to try to just gain one of those points from one of these two guys. Yeah. Um, all right. The Rocket Richard, we both have Austin Matthews. I think Rocket, uh, Austin Matthews continues his uh, goal scoring success from last season. And I think Chris as Kreider much as I wanted to, yeah, as much as I wanted to go three years in a row with uh, with Alex Ovechkin, I, I think. Austin yeah, Matthews it's time to give it a yeah. Well, it's Austin Matthews. I think uh, Drysidle would be a really good option there, and then Chris Kreider, I think, is also a good option. I think we saw he was kind of in that goal race last year. Uh. But no, I mean, Matthews is the guy that, you know, the guy to beat at this point. Maybe we'll see where we're at midway through and we maybe take a, you know, take a pick on another guy so we can kind of double up our, our potential odds yeah. to gain some points. But I, I don't think picking anybody else but him at this point would be very smart for our gameplay. Yeah. Um, now to round us out, we got the GM of the year. This one I decided because it is always something we, we sometimes change at the halfway point. It's so hard to pick GM of the year. I am going yeah. for a Hail Mary. I'm I'm going David Poyle. Ah, this uh, first oh. off, a couple things here. They are these this upcoming season, Nashville is hosting the All-Star game and the draft again. So that's always a that's always a little boon uh for the GM. Uh he Put his faith in Philip Forsberg, and I think it, it, it and I, I people were wondering if it paid off. And I think within the first year, we're seeing that it's it was a smart move to to lock him up. He stuck with Matt Duchesne through what two bad seasons, and Matt Duchesne's turning it around. And I think that yeah. a lot of people were kind of on his ass about sticking with Matt Duchesne through those two seasons, and we're ready to see him go. And I mean, you know, Soros, I think that David Poyle. yeah, Soros, yeah. I mean, ha- having someone like Pecorine and then immediately with almost no break having another Vesna uh, finalist is, is yeah. something to be said. And I think David Poyle, um, while many people might not see it as a smart pick, uh, maybe I'm getting, maybe my homerism speaking a little bit. I think that he, I picked a Lou Lamarillo last year, Bobby. GM. I picked a Lou Lamarillo <laughs> last year, Bobby. So let's not, we're not here. To, we're not judging the GM of the year pick. It truly is one of those just because a GM is made to look great by the moves that he made, but really it's the players that enact those moves. And so yeah. like a team plays well, they just mesh together well and they do. And they, they you know, the guy looks like a genius <laughs> or, but like if, you know, the guy trades for a guy and he's get, going through a divorce at home or something and he has a bad season or something, you look like a moron. You know, this is one that you can't really ever, ever call. So I like the Panthers this year. Yeah. I, I, I always like try to look for something that, you know, some moves have been done. Um, if it works, 
I think I think Bill Zito at the Panthers is our GM of the year uh, because he of the bold moves. Yeah, I think it's very easy for the Flames GM to be the GM of the year if some of his stuff that he did works. Yeah. Uh, losing losing Johnny Gaudreau, you know, I don't know how how favorably or disfavorably they look at something like that of losing a guy that you that you could have had. Um, but uh, if what he did works out, then you know, hey. That's that's something that uh, can go on the old resume. So I'm going to go Bill Zito with the Panthers. I think he's yeah. made some bold uh, bold moves, and uh, maybe it'll pay off for him. Yeah. If 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 they say say there was a made up award and they started doing worst GM of the year, who okay, are you, who you giving that to? I know who. I think I'm giving it to the. Uh, I don't remember his name now. The Blackhawks GM. Yeah, get rid of Alex yeah. Brink to me is a bad move. That was a bad. That was a bad move. Um, I mean, he he'd definitely be way up there. Um, or down. There. I, I would say yeah, I was. I would say probably a guy that probably not truly the worst GM uh, award, but most certainly the guy that's been on my radar is a guy that I was high on, Lou Lamarillo. Uh, I mean, I think Lou, you know, firing Barry Trotz to kind of save your your world was a was a bad move on his part. So I think we'll kind of see that this year, um, from him. So I don't know that uh, he's yeah. truly the worst, but definitely one that sticks out in my mind as a guy that's made a, a move I don't necessarily agree with. Yeah. Uh, maybe eventually we'll get lucky and they'll, uh, you know, start announcing the James Dolan award. Uh, the oh, James just, Dolan. Just, just, <laughs> you mean the guy that sponsors, uh, you know, uh, 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 our, uh, what a joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Uh, thank you for hanging out during this mini-sode. Uh, hey, enjoy this uh, hockey season. I know we will. Uh, for Brandon, I'm Bobby. This is Pucks Out Podcast. We'll talk to you all next time. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pucks Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pucks Out Pod.